Here we go. Phil? <laughs> what are you doing over there? I'm frightened. Erase that from the ground, Phil. You can't draw that symbol in the church. Don't do no that, one. Phil. Oh, no one is doing anything no. demonic. No, not. Sounds like both. it's weird though. But hey, it's kind of catchy now. I'm feeling it. Yeah, feel, you catching groovy. that vibe? Catching that like, passes the vibe check. Yeah, passes the vibe. vibe check. Check. What else passes the vibe check? Is second breakfast with Lucas and Phil. That's right. I'm Lucas, and I'm not Phil. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you're here with us today. I am so excited. This is the Christmas special. This is the. Christmas episode. The Christmas. It's special. It's a Christmas it is special. special. Well, it's, it's not special. special. My mom said every episode is special, <laughs> Phil. Uh, I think she said you were special. <laughs> She's right. I am. No, but uh, anyway, ha- Merry Christmas, Phil. Merry Christmas, Lucas. Now, for those of you that don't know, this is 100% full, transparent uh, podcast, and so I have to let the listeners know right now because I know I would slip up and let it out anyway. That we're recording this a couple <laughs> weeks in advance because it is now December eighth. One of us is having surgery uh, before Christmas, yeah. and yeah. so we on are the eighteenth. Gonna... I am having one of my knees replaced. All right, with an elbow. With an in- elbow. Interestingly enough, I, I don't crazy. know if you knew that. Is it a pig elbow? <laughs> yeah, they use pig elbows. That's because cool. their elbows are. The closest anatomically to our knees. This has been Science with <laughs> Phil. Science. <laughs> Remember, 100% transparent podcast. Uh, no, but yeah, we're Just all science. We're all praying for you. And when this airs, obviously, we know that you will have already had the surgery, and hopefully, we'll have good news. So, uh, we'll yeah, and that music at the very beginning. That'll be what my brain is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. We were talking about earlier. Essentially, you're going to get a vacation to just, I mean, you're going to pretty much be high on pain meds for a yeah. week while you uh, relax and get over that knee surgery. I got to so. say, you know, so you know how people make these videos uh, after, like kids after they have their wisdom teeth out and people after they come out of surgery, they make these viral videos and they're so hilarious. So last time I had surgery on something, I had to be put out. I, I told my family to videotape it. I said, video me after I come out. I want to see all the funny things I say. And my son said, you were just grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently I am no fun when I'm on drugs. So I don't think I'm going to be having fun on drugs. I just Aww. think I, I think what happens is when I take pain killers, I either still hurt or I go to sleep. Well, that's too bad. That's kind Sorry of, to yeah, hear I that. would make a terrible drug addict. I would be a very grouchy <laughs> drug so addict. I'm so glad. I'd be like, well, that was terrible. <laughs> what did I spend all that money for? <laughs> that was the worst heroin I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, let's change subjects before we get fired. Phil, tell me, we all know that for breakfast you like bran muffins because you're old. I had some yesterday afternoon. I know. We told you told us the last time we recorded the podcast what? yesterday that came out two weeks ago. <laughs> so, Philip, besides breakfast, what is a Christmas tradition your family has relating to food? Food. Oh, oh. Well, my my mother uh, has always well for the last thirty or so years. My mother has had us all gather on Christmas Eve and have like hors d'oeuvres. And you know, like snacks so and hors d'oeuvres. Fancy. So yeah, hors it is fancy. Bougie. But 
the important part of that thing is that she makes wassail. Oh, wassail. Wassail's you know good stuff. Is? Yes. Any, listeners, if you don't know what wassail is, Google it. It is like Google it hot, up. spicy, orange, apple, cider, It's like ha- fruit. It's kind of like hot apple cider with extra stuff. With lots of extra awesome so, stuff So wassail, the only time I've ever had wassail, the only time I ever get wassail, is at Silver Dollar City. And so that was always oh, a big deal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So my family has a tradition, uh, all growing up, the week after Christmas, we would... Uh, either go out of town or tell everybody we were going out of town and hang out at home so nobody would call us. So, <laughs> so you lie. So you have a Christmas tradition of lying. That's right, Phil. Deception. Yeah, not me specifically, <laughs> my family. Uh, no, but we would go out. So we'd, we would go to – we'd end up in Branson a lot because Branson is uh, – For liars. It's like Las Vegas but for Christians. And uh, Virginia's for lovers. Branson is for liars. <laughs> thanks, Phil. Uh, anyway, and so we would go to Silver Dollar City to look at the Christmas lights. And then we'd get wassail. Like, that was the thing. Uh, so, which speaking of which, Silver Dollar City is the only amusement park that I go to and get food. Like, everywhere else, I, I, might, I get a drink because it's hot at Six Flags. But Silver Dollar City, you go to get the food. So the food. It's really good. They have Funnel cakes. Yes. They have the sweet potato chips that have, like, a marshmallow and cinnamon drizzle on it. It's amazing. I have never had that. That sounds. Yeah, let's go road trip. Uh, anyway, <laughs> road trip. My family. Pause. We're back. Tradition. Uh, one, well, growing up, what it was is we'd go to uh, my granny's house, which is on my dad's side, and we'd have soft tacos every Christmas Eve. That was that was the thing, and we haven't done that in. That years. doesn't sound very Christmassy to uh, me. Hey, you know what, Phil? <laughs> it was delicious. I don't know. Those of you who are listening cannot see Lucas's. He he was very offended by. It. Yeah. <laughs> You bet your britches I was. So anyway, uh, but now Tori and I, we don't really have any traditions relating to food set up yet, but we've yeah. talked about Christmas Eve Chinese food. Oh, yeah. Because I, mean, I love and Chinese And you watch food, this, so. the Christmas story. Christmas story where they cut the head off the right. duck. <laughs> It'd be perfect. I love it. Make so. that part of your Christmas tradition. <laughs> Naomi gets to cut the head off the duck. Speaking of Naomi... Oh, it's not. Is it time for dad stories? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's time for orange juice. Orange Phil. juice. Your Gen Z word of the Do day. Do I have a Gen Z Christmas word? This is just a regular <laughs> word. Okay. G. G. Oh, that it means Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh wait, it's not Christmas. G. G. Uh, oh, that means like you're really cool, like like OG, like you're the OG. That's all I think of. Do you know what OG stands for? Original gangster. There you go. See, you're right there. G is just gangster. So it's ga- oh, gangster. You're very G. So gangsta. what? What's up, G? You know, and really, it's you know develops from that to it's just kind of like bro, bruh. It's just a greeting. What up, G? Oh, okay. So, yeah. So it's very general. Yeah. It's just what's what up, general human being. Ah, there you go. That's what G stands for. General human being. General, general human being. Individual who exists. Amen. Preach it. All right. Well, that's uh, I got close on that. Yeah, actually. I'm proud of you. That that may be. That well, means... I think that's my second one I've gotten right. I think so. More or less in your life. I knew it was gangsta. Gangsta with an A. With an A. No R. No E R. That's right. Two yeah. gangsta. So now R's. it is time. And by the way, I just want to say on the podcast two weeks ago, <laughs> which we recorded yesterday, right? I I, I need to. Register a complaint with the other half of this podcast. Gordon. (laughs) 
No, it's you, Lucas. What did I so, do? Don't give away the poop or no poop before the story. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were both exhausted yesterday, and, and oh, we're kind of the same today. Goodness, yeah. I don't know what's going. on. My brain is not functioning correctly. Yeah, I just so I'm, I'm not just in warning a great you. Headspace. I don't know what's going on. I'm warning you. Don't give away the poop. No you know what, poop. Phil? Just for you, I'm going to. So, <laughs> That's how much. So lay your bets before Lucas either tells the story or gives it away beforehand. Does this story involve poop or not? It's time now for Dad Stories with Lucas. Welcome to another Dad Story with Lucas. <laughs> I'm your host, Lucas. Uh, no, so the other day, uh, which by the time this podcast airs will have been a couple weeks ago, yeah. uh, we we went and got a Christmas tree, which Tori and I, uh, we have since we got married, one of our traditions is we do a live tree. We go pick it out together and put it up. So this year we got to take Naomi. She wasn't super interested in picking out the Christmas tree. Uh, but then we, we brought it home, let it fluff out overnight, and the next night we were decorating said Christmas tree. And uh, that this was on that Saturday when we had the fish fry that we talked about a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we set the tree up and we were putting all the ornaments on. And so I have Naomi picked her up in my arms and I'm holding out the ornament for her, and she's like reaching for it, going to grab it. You know, you can see it twinkling in her eye. And I think she's about to grab this ornament. And so, like, I ha- I've, I'm holding it by the hook, and she has both hands out, ready to grab it. And she's like centimeters from grabbing this ornament. Ornament, and I think she's going to grab it and hold it so sweetly, and just stare at it, and like get excited. And like right before, like as I'm about to like let it go so she can hold it. She rears her hand back and smacks it out of my hand as hard as she can, then like throws it on the ground. And this happens like four or five more times. She just, I hold the ornament so, out and she just hits it as hard as so she can. So it's not breakable. No, the plastic ornaments. Oh, okay. Because I would like to say it's because when we bought these five or six years ago that we knew we were going to have kids and that way. But no, it's because we knew I would be around <laughs> and I would break regular well, ornaments. Well, you have dogs with tails. Got dogs. Dogs. Well, one tails. dog with a tail. And oh, and one dog with no tail. Right, but that dog is now gone. Yeah, but my new dog also doesn't have a tail. Oh, okay. So, so you, miniature but, schnauzers but also but don't have tails. I, t- I have a dog with a tail, a large dog. Christmas <laughs> tree does not off. like. That's what Harley will be like walking by you and like whoo, right in the <laughs> yeah, face. Like right. you're like three feet below. How do you? I was standing, so right. I don't know how it happens. But yeah, uh, well, that's a good story. Sweet story and no poop. So if no you guess poop. no poop, if you guess you no won. poop, you get the Starbucks. You get coffee, not from us. Disclaimer, we give no one anything. And I, you know, <laughs> since we're recording this before next week's episode, I will give away that in next, well, we're recording this before last week's episode. Anyway, so this, is, really this is actually happening in the future. Yes. <laughs> we're time traveling right now, Philip. Wow. Philip. I'm freaked out a little bit right now. All right. Well, Phil, <laughs> we wanted to talk, take this Christmas special Christmas. to talk about. Christmas traditions all over the world, as well as some of our Christmas traditions yeah. here, where they came from, which I just wanted to start out by saying, while you you get ready to talk about Christmas traditions around the world, that Belschnickel is actually a real Christmas tradition in German folklore, and Pennsylvania What's... Dutch settlers brought it to America. So Belschnickel is popular in the office. I wonder... Dwight Schrute brings that over, and so he's re- like it's a real thing. Like, he's not a real person. So Belschnickel, what is that? 
What is Belschnickel? Well, yeah, who is he? So he he's kind of like Santa Claus, except for and, and I don't know if you've heard of Krampus, who is like the evil one yes, that yes. comes in and haunts. So he's like a mixture, and that he comes up and asks you if you've been good, right? And he knows already. So if you have been good, he gives you a gift like Santa, and if you haven't been good, then he punishes you like Krampus. Right, right. This so. is, yeah, Krampus is a beast-like demon. This is uh, from Austria. Thanks. Is a beast-like Thanks, demon creature that Roman that roams the city, frightening kids and punishing the bad ones. Uh, sees Saint Nicholas's evil accomplice, so Saint Nicholas doesn't have to get his hands dirty. Uh-huh. He just Saint Nick gives all the nice presents, and he says, "That one over there, Krampus, <laughs> that's yours." It's like good cop, bad cop. <laughs> that's right. So that's an interesting Austrian tradition. I think a lot of this. And, and American traditions, too, the whole thing of Santa Claus is to manipulate children. But we'll get to that later. We're <laughs> trying to manipulate children into being good. So, uh, But I, I found this site, uh, Momondo Travel Site. They did, a few years ago, um, a thing about Christmas traditions around the world, and I just thought they were interesting. Kind of start off uh, the Giant Lantern Festival in the Philippines. <laughs> they make big, fancy... Elaborate lanterns. That's fun. Uh, Krampus in Austria, who, you know, takes care of the bad kids. In Japan, they eat what, Lucas? KFC. KFC. They eat Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, I I just want to talk about marketing here for a second. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how KFC pulled this off, that you got an entire country to have a tradition. I mean, like... We had friends who would go eat steak at a certain steak place every Christmas Eve. And it's great because for their family, that's where they went. But if right. you could get a whole country to come to your restaurant? To do your one particular restaurant. And, and the deal was there was not much of a celebration of Japan at all. I mean, of Christmas at all in Japan. And then KFC comes along and says, hey. So there's a void. Yeah, it's really good marketing. So then in Iceland, they have... Uh, the Yule Lads, and what they're they're thirteen little tricksy troll like characters, and they come out to play, and they have they you know they're mischievous, they do crazy things, and uh, they cause trouble. So they have one. Their names mean things like spoon liquor, pot <laughs> scraper. <laughs> spoon liquor sounds like something you would say as an insult on the playground. You spoon liquor, right? Stubby. Door slammer? That sounds like a real troublemaker. <laughs> Stubby door slammer. At your service. Bowl liquor? Uh, I, I am a bowl yeah. liquor. Uh, yeah. When you bake a cake, you know, and you have I don't know what, left. I don't know what skier is. Skier gobbler is one of the names. Skier, S-K-Y-R. That must be a thing. Skier gobbler. He must eat things. Uh, sausage swiper? And then here's one that's kind of just disturbing, especially in America. This would never go over in America. Window peeper. Oh, yep. That would never go over in America. (laughs) No peeping in other people's windows, everybody. Yeah. And my favorite of all, doorway sniffer. (laughs) Uh, And worst of all, your mom sniffs doorways. (laughs) That's right. So in Norway, they hide their brooms. I hide my broom, too. Because they think that uh, it's tradition that dates back to centuries when people believed that witches and evil spirits came out on Christmas Eve looking for brooms to ride on. So bizarre. Anyway, so and there are people today who still hide their brooms on Christmas Eve. So my favorite of all that I found is the Swedish Galva goat. 
Ooh. Uh, I'm more. saying Galva. It's Galva, probably pronounced Galva because it's a an A with an umlaut. G A V L. Gavla. Good. Good goat. way to way to remember umlaut. I always just say those two dots over those the letter. Those two dots over the A. Umlaut. umlaut. Uh, in Sweden, it's a goat. It is a 50 foot high goat made of straw. It started in 1966. This tradition. I don't know I'll what puff. it means. Our uh, our uh, our boss slash coworker uh, Jeremy, our, work our associate, associate pastor, our workplace associate Jeremy, actually owns one of these because his wife is Swedish, and but he doesn't know what it means either. But here's the interesting thing: since 1966, they've built one of these in this Castle Square for Advent, but. 29 times since 1966, people have successfully burned it down. Okay, so let's do the math here real quick. <laughs> yeah. From 66 to 20. To 20 would be, let's see, you got 34 years to get to 2000. 2000. So it's 54 it's years. 54 years. So that means more than half the time. More than every other year it burns down. <laughs> so remember, and there's a there's a documentary you can go to, you can go to their website, this 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 uh area, the city's website. And they actually have a documentary on their website. You know what this has taught me, Phil? What? If I ever want to build a giant goat, do yeah. not ask a Swedish person to help me. Because <laughs> they'll be thinking down. the whole time, how am I going to burn this down? <laughs> yeah. you know, and I have, to, I, have to, I have to ask, is it like an accidental burning or is it like no, a no, game? No, 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 no. It's a game. Run, like the people try to burn it They the try time? to burn it down. They guard it. <laughs> And they're trying to burn it down. I have not watched the documentary, it's but like, I'm going to. It's like capture the flag. It's <laughs> like capture the flag. It's like a contest. People try to, and all I saw of the documentary was, dang it, Janice, <laughs> just people screaming and hollering, wow, while the thing burns. They're so excited, <laughs> ah, going this, crazy, yelling things in Swedish. This should be a Christmas. This is a great Christmas tradition. Yeah, I think I'm going to start this at my house. Also, you know, like we'll just take turns who's guarding, and you know, you'll have mom's team and dad's team, and it'll just be great. Uh, have to build two goats though, so it's a competition. Yes, Whose we'll goat make it. Can we'll, we'll make December. it American, where you're two teams trying to burn yeah. the other one's goat. So, all right, this is goat be burning this is with gonna, Lucas and Phil. It's going to be really great. Yeah, we we uh, want you to rem- hey. second breakfast with Lucas Phil, Lucas and Phil wants to officially remind you to please follow and obey all city, local, and state ordinances. That's right. Move out of the city burning. if you're going to burn your straw goats. <laughs> Phil, that game sounds really sweet. <laughs> oh, okay, sweet like Sweden. I get it. That's right. I see what you did there. All right, Phil. So uh, we've talked about some traditions around the world. Now, we yeah. know here in America there are a lot of good traditions attached to Christmas. Christmas trees yeah. are a big tradition. Um, every family has their own tradition. Giving gifts is a tradition. So I right. just wanted to go through a few of these traditions. Well, in the name, Christmas. Christmas. Great tradition. Right. Great comes from the, when we celebrate Christmas is a tradition. I mean, yes. all of these things stem from different things. So... Um, Let's just start with the name Christmas. Do you know yeah. what Christmas means? Yes, Phil? I do. It means the Christ Mass, or the Mass celebrating the birth 
of Jesus, right? It's, yeah, so it comes from the Catholic Church, the Mass you'd have on Christmas. And so that's kind of where that word for Christmas comes from. Right. But the date selected actually aligns more closely with uh, the Winter Solstice Festival. Right. Which is, so here, here's the deal. I, I want to be real in where these things come from. And then as we kind of come back around and we talk about well, what does that mean for us? Should we even celebrate this? Or what does this look like? And why, if we're going to celebrate this? Or why not? But so this festival comes from the pagan festival where they would worship the moon god for the winter solstice, which is the shortest day of the year, uh, which I think usually falls on like the 22nd or something 21st, like that. 22nd, So right around there. Yeah. there. So, But they'd have this big feast. And so this is where a lot of the tradition comes from right. and for the date is from yeah. this pagan festival. Which right. Understandably, it gives some believers kind of the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't want anything to do with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there are Christians who don't celebrate Christmas for that, largely for that reason, right? Right. Because there is this correspondence with um, a pagan festival. Right. Are there are there things in our celebration of Christmas that correspond also to? That pagan festival, I really am a little bit ignorant about all this. Yeah, no, so actually Christmas trees uh, themselves come from Germany, and that was a part of celebrating those right. pagan festivals. The, uh, so they would have, that, the word for that in, in Germanic would be the Geol or the winter solstice, the Joel. Yeah, which is where Yule. we get the Yule. The yeah, Yule. The Yule, right, Yule right, right, carols, la 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 So, yeah. So, so Christmas tree kind of comes from that. Right. Um so there's also this thing on December 25th in ancient Rome was the celebration of the unconquered sun marking the return of longer days. Uh, so that was another festival. And the church in Rome began celebrating Christmas on December 25th in the 4th century during the reign of Constantine, possibly to weaken pagan traditions. So Constantine was maybe trying to uh, overtake this pagan festival, uh, that that Roman festival. So right. that's an interesting. Yeah, and that's actually that one in Rome is where we get gift giving. Comes kind of comes from there. Ah, um, yeah. the Romans would exchange small gifts for the sake of luck on and celebrating the god Saturnella, Saturnalia, uh-huh. yeah. which is the god Saturn. You know, and so uh, they would feast, drink, give gifts, and be joyful. Which none of those sound. I mean, like I don't think giving a gift necessarily immediately no. makes it linked to that, but that's kind of where the tradition comes from right, right, right. on that holiday. The image of Santa Claus, I think we were talking about this the other day, uh, red fur and a big white beard, actually that image comes from Thor. <laughs> so, yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, that we get the image. And, and that's what St. Nicholas, which yeah. is where Santa Claus comes from, uh, is not a bad guy, was a generous bis- generous. Generous bishop who was known for giving gifts to the poor, had a big beard and a long cloak. But before him, this this image that we watch as Thor and Odin looked like that and was worshipped by early Germanic pagan tribes. But St. Nicholas probably didn't have that distinctive look at all. He's just a guy who was very generous and liked to give as I always like to point out, punched heretics. We don't talk about (laughs) that Apparently, he had quite a zeal for... Uh, sound doctrine. Amen. <laughs> A. And we we do not, second breakfast at Lucasville wants to officially, whatever. Don't punch people. 
Anyway. Don't punch me. <laughs> so actually Christmas caroling, Phil. Uh, while oh. while all the songs we sing now are undeniably Christian based. Um, well, not the, up on the housetop. The, anyway, but a carol, lot of them, yes. The carols. The carols, right. yes. Anyway, uh, the tradition itself actually comes from a pagan tradition called wassailing. Uh, Ooh, wassail. Wassail, which actually translates to good health. Uh, but they would roam through their village singing as loud as they could to banish evil spirits and wishing good health to those around them. Well. And that's actually where wassail comes from, is from these wassailing groups. Would and they it. needed the juice to keep their vocal cords warm. It the was warm made from drink. mold ale, curdled cream, roasted apples, eggs, spices, and sugar. Now, if that doesn't Ew. sound good to you, <laughs> then you are correct. Our wassail does, is not made from anything molded or... It's just juice and spices. Kissing under the mistletoe. This one actually Yay. comes from... Uh, Yay, kissing. They, it was all over the world. Romans, Celts, the Druids, the Norse. Uh, it was this considered to be a highly sacred plant involved in several pagan rituals. So in Rome, the mistletoe actually honored the god, guess who? Saturn. And to Saturn. keep him happy, they would perform fertility rituals underneath uh, sprigs uh, of uh, mistletoe. Uh, yeah, no. Lucas. Uh, so I'm glad this is a family podcast. Back to just kissing. So uh, Yes, we have cleaned that up. We PG'd that quite a lot. So in our American traditions. And then from the other side, in the world of the Druids, uh, yeah. mistletoe symbolized peace and joy. And so in time of war, if enemies were to meet underneath mistletoe in the woods, they would drop their weapons and form a truce in the next day. So, and kiss? They would, would they kiss? That's gross. Yeah, I don't think they kiss. Oh, okay, good, good, good. So, but uh, anyway, decking the halls with holly also has pagan uh, traditions attached to it. Uh, again, Man, Lucas. Yes, to the god Saturn. <laughs> And so they'd put these holly wreaths to exchange as gifts for good luck. Uh, and so, and finally, the Christmas tree, as we kind of talked about earlier, came from Rome in that same uh, festival to Saturn. So, yeah. So um, that's almost like some of these have more than one sort of origin. Like that right, December 25th from is a, kind of a Roman and a German. And yeah. the Christmas tree kind of has a Roman and a German. So it's, um, I mean, we look at this and it just like America, it's this mismatch of a bunch of different cultures almost just shoved together. Right. Yeah. And somehow we've taken that and made it a Christmas holiday. Well, you, or and, I mean, a Christian holiday. Yeah. Anyway, but so all these things, knowing that it comes from those pagan backgrounds and knowing that God has commanded us, you should do not worship me the way the pagans worship their gods. Yeah. I think for some, as they look at this, they see more of, of these things attached to you know the feast on that certain day, as we want to say, well, that's closest to Jesus' birthday we could get. Um, and then for them to say, well, but it's actually just the closest to this festival we could get. And then this feast, and it, it really is, uh, one of the things that happened was as missionaries came in, as you talked about Constantine, um, and they would see these festivals, and instead of saying, hey, if you come to know Christ, you can no longer do any of these things, to kind of say, hey, if you come to Christ, you can still do these things, but if you say they're for Christ, it's good. <laughs> right. And so from that perspective, seeing that as modern day, that's just still the kind of same idea of, well, you can do all that and just say, yeah, it's Christmas, and it's fine. So, Phil, how do we then celebrate Christmas without being sinful? I tend to think... 
and you know maybe this is just good old American Christian rationalization, but to me, I celebrate Christmas because my fam. That's I'm not doing it because some other religion did something or because someone someone worshipped a foreign god. I have a Christmas tree because it's pretty, yeah, and because it brings back memories for me in my childhood. To me, what's great about all of those family traditions is that this whole season builds up to Christmas morning when we celebrate Christ Mass. We we don't do it in a Catholic Mass sense, but we we do what a Mass is, which is a celebration of the birth of Christ. Yeah. We read the Christmas story. We actually have a little manger that from the time our kids have been very little, it would be this empty manger the whole month of December sitting out in a prominent place in the house. And and on Christmas morning, the kids got to go search and find the baby Jesus and put him in the manger. So it was this anticipation of the birth of Christ, and we talk about the significance of that. So it's been a, you know, for us as Christians, it's very worshipful time. I personally don't see a need to overanalyze that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for a while, my family did not celebrate Halloween because of all the pagan. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't do trick-or-treating when my kids were little because of all the pagan association. And so I do understand that, that, you know, what, you kind of have to go with your own conscience. Yeah, and that's – I think that's what it's got to boil down to because I I think for me, one of the things is I don't want us to be uneducated and that I don't want it to be, well, I, I celebrate Christmas just because that's what I've always done. Or like, right. well, I, we do this at the church this way because that's what we've always done. Like we need to – be looking and seeing what's going on, and so we can give a defense for these things. And that, like, to celebrate Christmas in spite of all of this is just, you know, I for me because I I love Christmas. I <laughs> right. I'm gonna be 100 honest. Like, I love Christmas. <laughs> I love. I have my red Santa jumpsuit I wear every you year. Do, right? I've got my uh, Christmas suit with the jacket, pants, and tie that all match. They have a great pattern. So Santa when you hats, say jumpsuit, are you talking about a one piece thing, or are you talking about like the no, sweat the sweat the jogger suit, suit that you sweat man, suit I was wearing? Yeah. You guys, we need a Facebook page. We need to post pictures of this stuff. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's spectacular, if I do say so myself. But anyway, for me, it comes back to in my heart when i put a christmas tree in my house it's not to worship saturn yeah or the god of and, and when if i kiss my wife under the mistletoe it's not to worship the god of fertility <laughs> right right or to get good luck with a wreath like none of these things are things that i'm doing for that purpose in my right. heart i put a christmas tree in my house because it's cool like it's fun and it's joyful yeah. and i decorate it so i can see naomi bat the ornament across the living room <laughs> right and i eat chinese right. food on christmas eve because it's delicious yeah and so all of these things, and I think it's just so much fun, and it's a celebration not of Christ, and then also a celebration of being with my family and yeah. giving gifts, again, not because I'm trying to get good luck for the next year from some God who has never existed, right? but I just love to give, and I'm going to be honest, I love to get too, right? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun. So all of these things have to come back to, in our hearts... You know, can you celebrate these? And I think wholeheartedly, yes, uh, yeah. we should be able to uh, celebrate this because, too, I think it'd be way different as well if we had come from a pagan culture where we had done this to worship the pagan exactly. god, and then now we're supposed to do this to worship Christ. Like, I definitely understand that. Where yeah. the context of it is key. A great example, Phil. I know you've got yes. something to say. I'm going to let you jump here. And here I have a, a great example too. 
is yoga. Because Yoda. Yoga. It's oh, not Yoda. Not Yoda. <laughs> yoga with a G. <laughs> like in America, you do yoga and it's basically just a stretching. It's just thing. exercise. You just stretch. But you know, if you have come out of of Buddhism or an Eastern um, an Eastern religion, a lot of them those same things are used to worship. And so, coming out of that, you probably can't do yoga right without it being Great a form example. of idol worship. So, yeah, my buddy, when we were in high school, he uh, he got saved. He came to Christ. Uh, born again experiences, life just radically turned around. He was really uh, addicted to drugs and alcohol, and a big part of that was music. Yeah. And so when, you know, I used to listen to, as a Christian young person, I listened to all kinds of music, and I enjoyed some kind of hard rock, not 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 everything, but I... I, I was a little bit sensitive to what the words were saying, but just the style of music didn't bother me. My buddy was like, uh, get that away from me. I mean, I don't. he didn't want anything to do with that music because it took him back to his days right. of bondage to evil and yeah. to sin and to darkness. You know, that was, it really represented darkness to him. And yeah, yeah. so... It's it's got a lot to do. Again, we don't want to ever judge somebody because of their choice, right? Uh, right or wrong, uh, but it does. You do have to go according to um, your own heart. Yeah, yeah, and 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 well, in submission to the Lord, you always need to be in submission to the yeah. Lord. God heart, tells you to do something, do it. God our tells heart you not is to do deceitful. There, so. yeah, <laughs> careful with yeah. Your heart. So that yeah, the heart, the H word is not always. <laughs> Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart is what I mean. Yes, I yes. completely so agree. If, if you need to really have a peace from the Lord about everything that you do in your life and make sure that everything you do glorifies Him, uh, and including Christmas, what an awesome, what an awesome time! So yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Everybody. Christmas. You know, Phil, if we were doing the Mando Minute, because uh, obviously we're doing this two weeks in advance. We can do the so. Mando Minute. We just can't talk about the episode I haven't watched. Well, Maybe no, but two I, episodes now. Well, well, what I'm saying, though, is that if we were doing the Mando Minute, the last episode of this season would have just dropped. Oh, that's right. right, 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 right. So we're not going to get to talk about that on air until January. No, we can't. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. This has been really, really a fun episode. Hey, if you want to send us Christmas gifts, you can send those to the church. Find the address online. You yeah. Phil wears a size extra small t-shirt. If you <laughs> send that on over, he'll squeeze into it and we'll take a picture for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, send anyway, non-clothing gifts. But please. for real, Phil will. When this card. drops, Phil will have uh, only been out of surgery for a couple days. So oh, yeah. just be praying for Phil and yep. pray for his wife that she'd have lots of patience and love for Phil as he yes. has a knee surgery and won't be able to take care of himself. So uh, yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, I'll be fine. We love you guys. We hope you have a Merry Christmas this Friday. And, yeah, uh, Christmas we'll... is this Friday. Can you believe it is already here? I know. In it's the future. Wild. In the future. Two, <laughs> two weeks on Friday. Uh, anyway, we love you guys. We're glad you decided to listen today. I'm going to start the music right now. Are you going to play any music, Lucas? Oh. That is so creepy. Speaking of pagan I'm traditions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas from Second Breakfast at Luke, with Lucas and Phil. You can email us at secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com, phil at eastwoodtulsa.com, or lucas at eastwoodtulsa.com. Any complaints can be sent over to... Gordon. At eastwoodtulsa.com. Yes. And we, don't forget... 
burn your goats. Burn your goats. Outside city limits. That's right. <laughs> Honor the rules. I'm going to start a fun game, burning goats. Straw goats, not real ones. Don't call PETA. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. We are glad you joined us. Merry Christmas. And, Phil, what do you yes. have to say to our listeners? Love and pancakes, everybody. Amen. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas all around. Pass the eggnog, let's get it, get it down. Got that wassa going up, got that going. Now we're gonna sing some carols going round town as we sing a Christmas cheer. Smiles are my favorite, I love them so much. Buddy the elf going off, oh, oh. Here we go, Christmas vacation coming on. Gotta get off because it's going so well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody.